All right. My name is John. I'm Avram. And this is our podcast, Rabbi's Pod Kosher. Shalom, shalom. So since the last time we've talked, a lot has transpired in the universe. Let's just acknowledge that we actually did attempt to record a couple of episodes in quarantine over Zoom. However, the sound quality was so horrific that... You know it's bad if we deem the sound quality. <laughs> we were like, we can't share this with, with people. Share with the world. Yeah, yeah. The question is, did that even happen? If, if, it, if, there's no, if there wasn't a recording of it? Yeah, you know? I mean, it was recorded. We just didn't share it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's been a global pandemic. Right, uh, right. <laughs> we'll get there. But um, on Friday, um, Rabbi Dean Steinsaltz passed away in Jerusalem. Um, now, I'm not into ranking rabbis. Well, actually, I kind of am. But um, in, in terms of living rabbis... Um, I think he probably is the most um, prolific um, rabbi of, of his time, to be honest. He was like the Rashi of our generation in terms of the extent of his writing, the breadth of his writing. I mean, I really think in a thousand years he could be, Rashi is Rashi, but people will talk about Steinsaltz, I think, in some capacity like that. Dude, Steinsaltz, what Steinsaltz, what he undertook with the Gemara is, is a Rashi Herculean effort. It may be more. I mean, he translated the Talmud, which takes <laughs> seven and a half years to get through if you just read a page a day. Um, it is. It's like... Okay, it's, so, and he did a commentary and translation in multiple languages. <laughs> Right. Uh, it took him, I believe, 45 years um, to complete his first um, translation commentary into modern Hebrew. Many in the, in the ultra-Orthodox community um, were, uh, were against this publication because they felt like it was a break in the Masorah and the tradition and the way that people traditionally studied, you know, the Gemara, which is written in Aramaic. And Stein, the Steinsaltz edition while it offered his commentary and Hebrew translations also changed the format of the, of the page and people it, really tripped out over that punctuation. And, and it, what I, they, they, they're upset that he made it accessible. Well, that's, that's why for people who can't spend 12 hours a day learning it, like God forbid some, Normal person can put, pick up the Talmud. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm like so curious about, dude, because, you know... By the way, the, the Vilna edition of the Talmud, which, you know, Haredi and ultra-Orthodox people study, the, the way it's printed is just how it was printed. Right, it was the press. It was like, <laughs> I'm sure if, like, the printer was like, oh, by the way, we could have vowels, punctuations. Bro, but... It would have been like, yeah, that's awesome. Put that in. Bro, but like, it's honest, it's more of, it's like, it's how people have their particular makom or their place, like in shul, you know, in synagogue, like, even, they treat it as if it's like something from Moshe Misin, like from, you know, like you don't move around the herring at Kiddush, it has its place, you know, people, Minhag Yisrael Ka'alacha, the rabbis say, like the customs of Israel become like, 
like law. But yeah. what I was going to say was like, what I don't understand is like that, like shortness of like vision, like don't they realize just how many more millions of people he made these texts accessible to? It's, it's incomprehensible, especially now that his translation is on Safaria and online. Um, he's basically guaranteed that the Talmud can be studied and accessed, you know, indefinitely. It's, uh, you know, when I think about what the role of like a rabbi is, I often feel like it is, it's the work of translation, you know, not just of like from language to like, to, but like values and ideas, you know, to like, and he really made that possible for so many, for so many people. Obituary, by the way, which was in the New York Times, uh, I believe, over the weekend. Um, They mentioned how um, the way he did the translation, or or I should say one of his reasonings behind it was that he didn't want people to spend so much time breaking their teeth over the punctuation or the translation of some esoteric word in Aramaic and instead focus on like the inner, the inner depths and meaning of, of the text. Yeah. Um, he was also into some like weird third temple stuff too. Of course. I, I believe he, in addition to that, he also published 60 books. <laughs> like on a why I um in terms of what I'm a fan of I think he wrote a book called Biblical Images which um were profiles on on certain characters in the Torah mm. um 13 petals Petals of like, course you know, the the book for introductory level Kabbalah um yeah. Somebody once, oh, this was in the New York Times obituary. Somebody once asked him, what's the relationship between Kabbalah and pop culture? You know, Madonna and you know what he said? No. He said, it's the same thing between love and pornography. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning there, there is none. Um, Wow. So in his memory, in his, we, uh, by the way, before we end, yes, I, somebody reminded me of this. They found it on the web on Friday, by the way, web is such an old way to refer to it. I know that was, you were very dated yourself there, (laughs) but, um, when we were in the VHS, didn't you? Yeah. My VHS. I actually make an appearance on a profile of Rabbi Steinsaltz that was done by PBS. This is epic. Like three seconds of my face studying after like him having an interview. And I said to somebody like, and I really believe this, like I feel lucky because I feel as if like my picture was thrown into like a Jewish history um, time, time box. Dude. Like, I, you know, I, I think our work is very important and it's contributed to um, great things in the Jewish community and will live a long time. But Rabbi Steinsaltz and being associated with him in any capacity um, guarantees that, like, my face may be, like, seen by some kid doing a book report 
um, on Rabbi Steinsaltz in Mars um, in like a thousand years. Dude, I mean, but that, that in many ways, it's very meta what you're saying too, because in many ways, that is what Stein, Rabbi Steinsaltz did. He made sure that like Jewish boys and girls, no matter who they were, would be able to, to like see their story with as part of like the larger Jewish story, right? By by making it more accessible to so many more people, he made he gave so many more people the opportunity to see their story as part of of the story of Chazal of the rabbis. I mean, you are doing the Dafyomi this cycle, aren't you? It it happens to be the case that I am also. Um, partaking in the daily study of the Talmud. And you use the Steinsaltz Hebrew edition? I, I use the Steinsaltz, I do. And what, and what has that experience been like for you? I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's amazing because you not only don't are, you know, have the direct access to just the punctuation and breakdown of, of the language, you also get like, um, you get his insights as well. Um, oh, last, very last thing. If you can't tell, I'm obsessed with Rabbi Steinsaltz. I can um, tell. I actually ripped my clothing when I heard he died, which is which it, an ancient custom of the Talmud to, to do when you hear of a, a saint or a sage within Judaism. You know, when we were texting about it, I asked you if you, before, if you had torn Kriya and you sent me back a picture of a torn shirt. It was really... Often, so powerful. I've never done that before. Well, I was going to say, you know, people often associate only to that traditionally with, you know, with their close relatives, if, if, if who is passed. But, but actually, you know, we're we're encouraged to do that for one's teachers. You know, for those people who we are so closely connected to. So you were you fulfilled that mitzvah as well. I and, and frankly, being in a VHS documentary with them makes all the more like you're basically. You should be saying Kaddish too. Um, family, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me of like when I first started rabbinical school, um, Rabbi Ovadia Yosef died. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I Rabbi Love. Chief Rabbi of Israel. And right. I remember one of our rabbis was not just crying, but like distraught. weeping. Distraught. Weeping. No, not distraught. He was weeping like a baby. Distraught and, is a similar term. Okay, to fine. <laughs> and I remember just being like, that is incredible that like he feels the magnitude of this person's loss. Yeah. Um, I believe he's, when he spoke about him, he was like, he was the last lion. That's what he said. Um, we lost and, the last lion. And it lion. feels like this generation of rabbis, um, Rabbi Steinsaltz included, um, we just don't quite have anymore. But um, may his memory be for a blessing and... Um, you know, Jews and non-Jews for, for centuries will benefit for his um, hard and work. who knows, who knows, maybe, you know, a student who appeared in a three-second image or another student of his many works might then go on to create texts and in the great tradition of rabbinic innovation. So who knows what his legacy will yet bring. Wait, I have one last thing to say. Please. Okay. He... In Israeli public schools, they study Tanakh. So they study the Bible as like right. part of their Jewish curriculum. And Rabbi Steinsaltz was instrumental in trying to get um, Israeli public schools to change the curriculum away from that, to studying Talmud, because he said, 
the problem in Israel is that everyone thinks they're the prof a prophet. <laughs> they talk as if they're a prophet, like with such like uh, authority, authority and zeal. Mm. Uh, even secular people, because they go to Israeli public schools. And he said, like, the great contribution of rabbinic Judaism is like the ability to um, discuss and have and have real dialogue. Which is fitting that you should mention that on the day that Israel announces a new uh, peace accord of some type with uh, the United Arab Emirates. I saw our country. To, to be discussed at a later time. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.